Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Saturday, August 13th. Lucky August 13th. I don't say. Yeah, there you go. It's it's the show pretty much everybody's been waiting for. At least everybody that's in the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football League. Oh, people worldwide are looking for <laughs> they're, this. They're waiting to see what our mock draft is going to be. Trying to get well, that info. How, how we, we determine who the first 14 picks in the draft will be. That's all anybody wants to know. <laughs> that's all they want to know. <laughs> that's right. It's the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Keeper League mock draft. First round. We're going to, all, all our keepers are in for the league. Each team keeps three keepers. And we're going to, we're going to go over and, and, uh, predict who's going to go where. Well, like, now last year, how, how did we do again? We were 100%. Okay. Well, then, yeah. I mean, we, we've been, we've been 100% every year. Well, it's not really predicting then. It's just, it, it's just telling you how it's going to happen. We're, we're basically holding the first round of the draft right now. Exactly. And the fact that sometimes they, choose the wrong person wow even though we've told them who to choose that's just that's, that's just, not our fault no <laughs> that's bad team management you ask me oh so we hope you enjoy that even if you're not part of the charity fantasy football league it's it's a way we, we we will probably without even realizing it give you ideas of how to think when making your draft picks impart knowledge exactly if 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 then scenarios as they call them oh Oh, I've not been to HR lately, so I didn't know that's what they called them, but okay. <laughs> if then, if this, then what? So check out the website, cffpodcast.com. Everything we talk about, it's up there. All our rankings for fantasy, where we think the top 10 fantasy players in each uh, position will be. We have our rainbow bets, which I'm going to end up winning another one pretty soon. Ooh, which one? Well, you'll have to wait for the news and notes. Oh, oh! You're down another one. Ah. <laughs> well, that's you know the only way you got a chance to hang <laughs> Make in there any is, money this is, year. is to stay ahead of me in the beginning of the season. <laughs> I give you those layups and those oh. gimmies. Questions, comments, concerns? You can email us cffpodcast at hotmail.com. Get your questions in. We'll read them and we'll answer them on the air. Or you can, if you want to, if you want to take a chance and. And have your your golden voice heard on the show? You can use the Mountain Dew Spark fan line four one four five two zero eight two four nine. Leave a voicemail or a text message. We'll play to read it on the air. Answer your questions. Do we know anybody that has a golden voice? Well, other than us, yeah. No, no. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. On the show today, we have a we have a news and notes segment and. Uh, I, I, I uh, of course, when reading through to find all the news and notes topics, I uh, came across another thing that made me do my get off my grass stuff. <laughs> so we'll be getting into that. And, Some of my favorite segments. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to actually call it a get off my lawn thing, but it's just, uh, I have to find a way to grumble about it without sounding like a racist, apparently. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and we have a fantasy girl. And of course, like we mentioned, our mock draft. But let's get it started the way we always do. And that's with the news and notes. All right. Should we grumble right away or do you want to? Do some news and notes. Yeah, let's do the news and notes, and then, and then hold, grumble. Hold the, yeah, that'll just hold, hold the, the grumble till the end of the news. Exactly. All right. Well, then we start with this. Alvin Kamara. He has uh, had his case case pushed back another sixty days after his court appearance on August first. The lawyers for all four men in the case have asked for more time to review the case. Now. I finally realized how lawyers make all the money they make. <laughs> how much possible time do you need to review a case? This happened in February, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's now August. What are you reviewing? Yeah, like, has something new come to the forefront? <laughs> we, we found some, some uh, night vision video. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The NFL, on the other hand, is waiting for the legal process to work out before deciding how long, if at all, Kamara is going to be suspended. That means... Are they weighing in on it at all? Has, has anybody yeah. made any prognostications about... Uh, like, if they, the, you know, the Sean Watson thing keeps changing. It, yeah, well, you well know. Did, wasn't there a story about six games for Kamara? Oh, I had not heard that. Oh, that was a, that was a while ago, a few weeks ago. Because that's what, yeah, we did a show, and I'm like, yeah, here I made a trade, and it's not going to work out in my favor again. I'm, I, yeah, I'm one. I'm wondering because they keep when they keep delaying it like this. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a disservice to the team if they wait until right before the right. season to. But right, but right now it looks like a good chance that Alvin Kamara will not see any league discipline until next season at the earliest. So at least I have one year with well, him. That gets me off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wide receiver problems continues uh, to be a thing for the Denver Broncos. Mm. They are the team where players go to get injured. <laughs> After the good news came out about KJ Hamler being activated off the pup list, good old Tim Patrick apparently went down for the year with a torn ACL. Who is Russell Wilson going to throw to? Well, his myriad of other <laughs> targets, yeah. inclu- including... Albert. Albert Okunwangabangu? <laughs> yes. Albert O. Albert O. Uh, more wide receiver injuries to report include James Washington of Dallas, who was carted off the field on August 1st after he suffered what the team fears is a Jones fracture on his right foot. Jones fracture can be uh, a near season ending injury, depending. The Cowboys are likely to be reading over the free agent receiver list. Uh, Some of the players on that list include (laughs) Will Fuller and T.Y. Hilton. Which one do you want? Yeah, no thanks. Because that's just a guy that's going to play for two two (laughs) weeks and then get hurt again. Another option at wide receiver for the Cowboys is their very own undrafted free agent wide receiver, Dennis Houston. Calling all Dennis Houston fans. (laughs) Yeah. He has been seeing time in training camp. Prior to the injuries, Houston was on track to at least make the practice squad. However, with the injury of James Washington, or what Washington is it? Is it James Washington? Yeah, James, yeah. Uh, now it looks like he may have a week one role with, with the full squad. Good for him. 
Another injured receiver. Uh, this time it is the Rams with Van Jefferson, who underwent surgery on his injured knee and will miss multiple weeks, according to the Rams head coach. Jefferson's status for week one is now uncertain at best. Hmm. Another guy you don't want to draft. Yeah. He, Take him off your list for now. Yeah. And then we move to Chicago. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> this list of problems is long and wide. <laughs> Nikhil Harry will be undergoing a tightrope surgery on his ankle. Ooh. This is the same surgery. Do you remember Tua Tagovailoa? Is, is this a, is this a circus thing? No, it, it, it's, it's cute. It's it's <laughs> something. How did how, what happened? Tua got rolled up on by some defensive lineman when he was at Alabama. Correct. And they did the tightrope thing on him. It has something to do with what they wrap around the tendons and the ankle. Okay. To keep them from. Oh man, I. I, I they showed it on TV and I, I had to like close my eyes. Again. Yes, <laughs> but he should be able to uh, play. But it's going to be what they say they expect him to miss like eight weeks of action. Okay, but which means twelve, twelve to fourteen. Yeah, yeah, a season. Yeah, as mentioned earlier on this podcast, and giving me yet another rainbow bed victory. Here we go. <laughs> the Detroit Lions have announced that Jameson Williams and his injured knee will not be ready for week one of the season. He's still recovering from the knee injury that he suffered in the NCAA championship game with, with, with Alabama. What? When will you learn? <laughs> ah, they're just a bunch of <laughs> babies. Yeah, I was going to use the P word, but okay. <laughs> From the receivers, we move to quarterbacks. Jameis, Jameis Winston has reportedly tweaked his foot in his pre- in practice this week. Looks like the Saints are just being cautious here with the with the fragile signal caller. <laughs> uh, he was coming back from a knee injury last season, and they really need to keep him healthy if they have any chance of contending this year, considering their other quarterbacks are a combination of Andy Dalton and Ian Book. Oh, Andy Dalton. He's like <laughs> like the best. And this, this is my favorite thing to hear this time of year. He's one of the best backup quarterbacks in the <laughs> yeah, league. Yeah. yeah, everybody is. <laughs> New England Patriot running back James White has announced that he will be retiring from the league. Don't draft him, that means. <laughs> yes. He was a fourth-round pick for the Patriots out of Wisconsin. He was bothered by a hip injury last season, and it looks like it... Uh, didn't get any better for him right now, so he decided to hang it up and call it a career. Look for, you ready for this, Ty Montgomery. Oh, I did hear that. To serve as the pass-catching option and the number three back behind Damian Harris so apparent, and Ramondre Stevenson. Apparently the Patriots' hatred of rookies <laughs> continues as Pierre Strong will not be given a shot at the pass-catching back. Getting off the bad news. We now get a report about the training camp stars that seem to always make big impressions in hopes of being the next big star for their team. The first guy on that list this year is Wandale Robinson of the Giants. Peter King of NBC Sports is reporting that Robinson has been the star of the Giants training camp so far. Training camp masters. That's all they are. Yeah. Robinson is supposed to be a playmaker, and that is why the Giants selected him in the second round this year out of Kentucky. Look for him to line up in the slot this season for the Giants. 
And um, did we ever talk about Debo Samuel finally signing a deal? I do not believe so. Well, he did. Oh, so you uh, weren't just bringing it up for the curiosity of it? No. Oh, okay. no, I, 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 I didn't know if we did talk about it or I not. I don't think so. But um, you ready? For, you ready? I, I have the breakdown of everything in his contract. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> okay. So he got a signing bonus of $24.035 million. Oh, I was going to say 46 so no. His 2022 base salary is going to be $965,000, fully guaranteed at signing. He has a 2023 option bonus, which pays him $9.215 million, fully guaranteed at signing. Oh, wait a minute. An option bonus? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gee, let's see. Hmm, hmm. Should I take it? I don't know. $9 million. Ah. He has a 2023 off-season workout bonus. $200,000, fully guaranteed, three days after signing. Just in case he changes. No, I don't want to work out next year. Yeah. Eh. A 2023 base salary of $1.08 million, fully guaranteed at signing. <laughs> A 2023 per game roster bonus, $750,000, fully guaranteed, three days after signing. A 2024 off-season workout bonus, $200,000, fully guaranteed, three days after signing. So it sounds like he's on a series of one-year contracts? Apparently, then? huh? That's what it sounds like, right? A 2024 base salary of $20.972 million, mm. guaranteed for injury at signing. Of that amount, $4.555 million is fully guaranteed at signing. The balance becomes fully guaranteed on April 1st of 2023. A 2024 per game roster bonus, 750 grand, guaranteed for injury at signing, fully guaranteed April 1st, 2023. He has a 2025 offseason workout bonus, $200,000. I, I ain't working out for $200,000. <laughs> His 2025 base salary, $16.601 million. A 2025 per game roster bonus, $750,000. So basically it's a $71.55 million extension with a maximum value of $73.5 million. Of that amount, $41 million is fully guaranteed at signing by April 1st of 2023. Mm. $58.167 million will be fully guaranteed of that money. Uh, deal includes annual incentives of $650,000. No word on the triggers for those. Mm. He was due to make $4.2 million this year. So unless they cut him after one season, he'll make the full $58.167 million. <laughs> and this means that he'll be 29 years old when he has one year left on the contract. Without an extension, Samuel will be 30 when he becomes a free agent, and his career will be over. Yeah. Yeah, running backs can't get paid. These guys are getting money just thrown at them. Oh, my God. Mm. Move on to some more happy receiver news. Tampa Bay, they're happy to announce that Chris Godwin has returned to practice on August 5th with a brace still on his knee. He avoided the pup list at the start of camp, meaning if he doesn't have any setbacks, he should be ready to go for week one. No? Yes. Oh, you think so? I'm hoping so. <laughs> I'm hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He's on my IR, IR right now, but <laughs> I'd like to see him back. Another guy that looks like he is returning to practice for his team is J.K. Dobbins for the Ravens. Yeah. The you keep poo-pooing my J.K. Dobbins, <laughs> but here he comes. The team has activated him off the pup list, and they say he is on track to be ready for week one. Frankly, I'll believe that when I see it. However. And Gus the Bus is not going to be playing week one, so. <laughs> Dob- yeah. Dobbins has been working towards this after the knee injury last year. As of right now, Dobbins may be, he may not be 100%, so the Ravens are going to ease him back into action. Yeah, his not 100% is 100% better than Mike Davis's 100%. So, <laughs> But you're still going to see a larger early season workload from Mike Davis, correct? No. God, no. no. That guy sucks. I can't believe somebody signed him. That that's the, <laughs> that's the baffling part of it. It's like, why would you sign the guy? All right, you ready for my grumble now? I am super ready for your grumble. And so that I can't get called a racist i'm going to read this directly from the report okay hundreds of black nfl retirees denied payouts in the one billion dollar concussion settlement now qualify for awards after their tests were rescored to eliminate racial bias changes to the settlement made last year are meant to make the test race blind The use of race norming in the dementia testing made it more difficult for blacks to prove they had the kind of cognitive decline that qualifies retired players for awards that average $500,000 or more. Do they say what is racially slanted about the testing? Well, I I don't know because I, like I said, I did some research into what this dementia testing is. Yeah. And it seems to be the test that Donald Trump passed with flying colors that he tells us about. Where you have to identify drawings of animals. And shapes. And do, yeah, shapes and do the clock. Uh, they call it the clock. I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Nearly 650 men have had their dementia tests automatically rescored according to a report released Friday by the law firm handling claims against the NFL. The retirees had met the other criteria for a successful claim, which includes hours of validity testing to show that their daily lives are significantly impaired and that they are not malingering. <laughs> malingering. So, like I said, the, the test re- is one of one of the one of the uh, dementia tests. Is this? It's a thirty-point, eleven-item scale compromising various cognitive assessments. Tasks assess attention. Numeric calculation, immediate and delayed recall, animal naming, digit span, clock drawing, figure recognition, size differentiation, and immediate recall of facts from a paragraph. I'm trying to figure out how any of that's race-based, but okay. Well, I'd be pissed if I was a black guy. Like, they just assume they're stupid. And we need to we need to give them a little extra push <laughs> to make them qualify. So let's 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 rescore these because apparently these tests were all blind. Like you didn't know when when the testing was being scored whether the person was white, black, yellow, green, blue, indigo, well, so violet. If, if the if the testing is off, why not lower the threshold for everybody? Well, because that wouldn't be fair. Because then even more white people would oh, be okay. Would be qualifying. 
This is the same thing that's happening in, in the schools, you know, and uh, we have to give special, you know, dispensation to the minorities because of this. They were doing that with the ACT and the SAT tests for high schoolers too, or all the standardized testing in schools. Right, yeah. We have to make it more or less um, race-based. Like, I like I said I, I would be I would be pissed I don't even I can't even talk I'm, and I'm not a, a black person but if I were damn I'd be pissed <laughs> so there you go the grumble session is over yay to the NFL for pissing more people off without even trying and that means it's time now for the moment everybody's been waiting for the first round. Cheddarhead Fantasy Football mm. Mock Draft. Again, 14-team league. Three keepers. Each team is allowed to keep three of their players from last season. And the draft begins, as it always does, with the, the number one pick this year. We're going to start with that one. Oh, the one instead? Yep, we're going to oh. start with the number one pick. Okay. And that team is the LaCrescent Hogs. The LaCrescent Hogs keepers are... The LaCrescent Hogs keepers are... Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Stefan Diggs. Yep. J- J- uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Which brings us... What are you, what are you looking at? Well, as his... his he's, he's spread his saves out, so he's got... Quarterback, the, yeah, the three, receiver, and a running back. The big, the big one's covered. Yep. Uh, so I would say just based on the fact that Josh Jacobs is his save at running back, yep. I would suggest that he would be grabbing a running back. A running back. Yeah. Now the top, now again, this is, this is, this website ranks all the players in order of our historical scoring. Correct. So according to our historical scoring in the charity fantasy football league, the top five running backs available, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Clyde Edwards-Elaire, Wayne's favorite. He, he shouldn't be in the top 10, but okay. <laughs> and Damian Harris. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have no qualms with taking Alvin Kamara as number one, especially with the fact that, as you explained earlier, that he's probably not going to face any... Uh, suspension this year. Yeah, that's the way it's looking more and more. Yeah. So Alvin Kamara, we're going to give to the Crescent Hogs. And like I said, we will be keeping record of all this so that when the first round does fall this way. Yes. There you go. We will be we will be hailed as the geniuses that we are. I'm going to put that into, you're about to pick out, you sure you want to? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, oh, it won't let me draft him for because the draft hasn't started. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, we'll have to just keep track of all this. Yeah, I got, I'm writing it down. All right. The number two pick goes to the Forest Lake Frozen Ice Holes. They have kept Marquise Brown, Justin Jefferson, and Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. He needs help everywhere now. Yeah, I mean, um, clearly he's got two wide receivers, but he's got the same problem. His number one running back, running back is questionable to say the best right so i guess i my recommendation would be he'd go 
um, running back, although he could clearly go wide receiver and try to grab, you know, Mike Evans or. Let's see what's available. Top five receivers, according to our scoring. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. Completely wrong. Actually projected. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. Click on the projected up on top there. Oh, there you go. Mike Evans. Yeah, that makes more sense. Amon Ross St. Brown. That's stupid. Adam Thielen. Yep. Brandon Cooks. Yep. AJ Brown. Uh, I would, yeah, I would take Mike Evans, not even think about it. Uh, if I was taking a wide receiver. Right. Um, but I, I still think he needs to take a running back. So what do we got for Bruce? So David Montgomery, Singletary, Elaire, Damien Harris, Miles Sanders, top five available. And obviously Montgomery is listed as questionable at this time, but it's nothing serious. No. Other than the fact that he plays for Chicago. Well, that that, <laughs> that, that is a huge drawback. Um, hmm. You know what I would do? Honestly, if I were here, I would probably reach for Brees Hall. Would you? Or um, Walker, but I think Hall's got the better situation. short-term situation. And did you hear... Um Zach Wilson might be done for the year. No. Non-contact injury in last night's. Oh, well. He, uh, Why do we not knee, play? <laughs> his knee looked like it uh, did a little tweak, and he's getting uh, an MRI today. So I have not heard anything official. Who's their backup? Oof. I have no, I have no Does clue. Does that matter? No, yeah. Well, actually, we could we can look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jets quarterback. Oh, Flacco. <laughs> Actually, uh, this, this Chris Strever. Yeah. Uh, Strevler, uh, guy that I drive with. Yeah. Went to, went to high school with him. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't heard anything yet other than, let's see what it was the news about. Is that Jets Wilson set for an MRI after non-contact knee injury versus the Eagles. Hmm. That doesn't sound promising. Yeah, his his knee looked like it did the little wiggle like happens, and so I'm I I don't know anything. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, either way, I'm he's just gonna going be, off of what I saw on TV. Looked like an uh, ACL. Uh, see the other the other guys. I mean, I would I would seriously consider, and these guys are rated higher than um, Brees. Um, I would look at um, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Kenneth Walker, A.J. Dillon in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, if I was sitting here now and I, knowing what I know now, I would take, I would honestly take Mike Evans. I mean, the, the running backs are all very questionable. All right. Mike Evans, it is, which brings us to the number three pick, the DC snipers, DC snipers have kept Joe Burrow, Derek Henry, Keenan Allen, another conglomeration of one at each position. Yep. So I originally I had him taking Mike Evans, but since we've taken him off the board, um, I, I and I think probably because again, he could he could take either running back or receiver, but we've already de- determined that running back right now is kind of mm, shoddy, um, because Derrick Henry's coming off an injury, Keenan Allen's a little long in the tooth, um, so I guess let's look at the wide receivers and see what. Um, Top five available, Amon Ross St. Brown, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, 
AJ Brown, Michael Thomas. I would probably, gosh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty gnarly group. <laughs> um, Welcome to the fun of keeper leagues. <laughs> I know. Um, I see Deontay Johnson a little farther down who I like better. Uh, Terry McLaurin. I'd love if it wasn't for the fact that he has Carson Wentz thrown in the ball. Mike Williams is interesting because he um, has. But he already has Keenan. Oh, okay. Boy, that's a tough call. I would, you know, personally, I would lean towards Adam Thielen, but um, I know these guys are name recognition guys, and, you know, St. Brown, you know, he was big last year. He's not going to be big in this year. You don't think so? No. They went out and got... um, Jameson Williams. No, well, he's a, but he's not gonna play right away. Um, the guy from uh, oh, um, the Packers. No, the guy, the guy from Jacksonville. Oh, uh, DJ Chark. Chark. Yeah, I think Chark is gonna be the number one guy there. Wow, it doesn't. It, I guess it doesn't matter. Running back and receiver both suck. Um, <laughs> We're only on the third pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess uh, of these teams, Detroit, Minnesota, Houston, Philadelphia, New Orleans. I'd be the most, sadly to say, I'd be the most comfortable with either uh, Detroit. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's tough. Well, you got to make a pick. Your clock's running out. Okay, well, let's go with, um, let's go with St. Brown. I'm going to go with the Detroit guy because I think they probably have a better shot. All right, I'm on Ross St. Brown it is. Which brings us to the fourth pick, the show Pierce Snappers, our very own Wayne. Wayne, who kept, who kept, why don't I see you on here? Oh, there you are. Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor. The usual three running back keeper thing. Because it's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. <laughs> That's what the Like champ- you've ever won. Um, <laughs> only last year. That's what all the champions say. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I guess I I'm kind of torn here because I I looked at the board and I I um I had was pretty assured what I would do at this point and and um I would definitely probably go one of the running backs. Okay, so you're only four running back here. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Montgomery, I had. One of my last cuts, Singletary, no interest. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, laughable that he's even on the list. Wow. Uh, Damian Harris, no. Miles Sanders, no. Penny, no. Patterson, no. So I got Dobbins, Walker, Dylan, and Brees Hall. Those four and, and guys. We all, well, there's also Chase Edmonds in there. Again. <laughs> and we know you're a big J.K. Dobbins lover. I do. I do really like J.K. Dobbins. As a matter of fact, the two guys that I have written down. Uh, I don't see Kyle Pitts and J.K. Dobbins. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I would not take a tight end this early. Right. I would take J.K. Dobbins, yeah. J.K. Dobbins to the Shopier Snappers. Which brings us to one of the new teams, the Imperial Senate. The Imperial Senate has kept 
Got to go to page two. James Conner, Leonard Fournette, and T. Higgins. Let's just say the Imperial Senate needs some help. He's definitely long at the, long in the tooth at, at running back. Yep. But but guys that should be productive, again, it's just a one-year thing. So I have him probably taking a wide receiver. Okay. But again, he could go he I mean he could go running back. He could go with three running backs and a wide receiver. Um Wow, gosh, looking at the list. Remaining on the on the on the list are Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, AJ Brown, Michael Thomas, Darnell Mooney, top five. And um our running backs are Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker, David Montgomery, Singletary, Elaire, Harris, Sanders. Yeah, all those guys are useless. Rashad Penny, Cordero Patterson, Walker, Dylan, Edmonds, Brees Hall. Mm. I think. Can we? Can, I'm sorry. Can we go? Can we go wide receiver one more time? Sure. I just want to see what the wide receiver. Thielen, Cooks, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, Darnell Mooney, D.J. Moore. And do me a favor, just for fun and shits and giggles, to see the tight end top guys. That's right. Uh, that's right, because in the CFFL, tight ends are considered receivers. Correct. So we forgot about Travis Kelsey. Yes, when we did the Amon Ross St. Brown. So thing. this guy will take Travis Kelsey. So keeping with his aged roster and filling up one of his ro- his receiver spots. Okay, which brings us to the Tosa Tornados. Tosa is kept Nick Chubb, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel. Okay, so he's heavy at wide receiver. He needs a he needs a running back. Oh, he's actually going to be. I think uh, Brian will be really happy. As uh, both the rookies are there, okay, uh, as well as. Uh, AJ Dillon. Now the question is: Is he a homer? Is he a big enough homer to take AJ Dillon? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, oh man, yeah, Brian's tough. He 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 kind of goes all over the place. So yes, I'm gonna say Brees Hall. Brees Hall, our first rookie off the board at pick number six. It moves us to the Senriku Tsunami. Senriku has kept. Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Moore. Three more running backs. Another let's see, another smart guy. Well, in, in your opinion, yes. You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> um, now, again, I would not put it past Chris to take a fourth running back. Because, again, there are two pretty desirable guys on the board. Okay. Um, but the recommendation would be wide receiver. Right. Since he's already got three running backs, and there's not a lot of receiver depth. Now, is he going to go? I'm trying to think. You know, Chris. Chris doesn't necessarily draft by name. He drafts by guys that he thinks have upside. Yes. So I could see him in on uh, Brandon Cooks, AJ Brown, Michael Thomas. I don't think so. Mu- so much on Mooney or more. But Don, Deontay Johnson, definitely. Mike Williams, definitely. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, the, 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 the highest 
rated passing offense is San, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Mike Williams. So I'm going to say Mike Williams. Mike Williams to the Senrika Tsunami. And, and I'd, I'd like to have a lot of emails or phone calls <laughs> from people saying, man, how did you nail what I was going to take? You're amazing. I'd like to hear a lot of that next week. Our next pick. Well, we won't be on next week. Oh, we're not next we're week? going to be drafting next week. I thought we'd just do it from the draft. No. Okay. <laughs> I have to take all this shit with me. Apparently, apparently we're, well, no, we just do it on our phones or whatever. Oh, however, okay. however the pros do it. I don't uh, know. However the pros do it. Which brings us to the eighth pick in the first round, Omaha for the shoe. Okay. They have kept Saquon Barkley, Mark Andrews, Devontae Adams. Okay. So I'm going to say this. Omaha has taken a different tact most times. Yes. So I'm going to guess since he's got his his all or he's got two two receivers and a running back. And the running back pickings are fairly slim. He's either going to go for um one of the last starters that we have at running back or receiver at running back. Okay. But I could see him taking a quarterback. Oh, top five available according to projected scoring in the cheddar fantasy football league. <clears throat> and something's not right here. Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. All the way down at five. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's wrong. It should be <laughs> um, switched. I will, I and again, I don't have a feel for his uh, proclivity, f- you know, like what teams he likes or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But just because of all the shiny new objects and all the fun stuff that's going to be happening, I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, let's ride. That Russell Cook. Russell Wilson in Denver will be the pick that we are going to make for Omaha for the shoe. Which brings us... <laughs> I just wrote Russell Cook. <laughs> Cook Russell. <laughs> Which brings us to our female-owned teamed team, the Manassas Asses. Her keepers, C.D. Lamb. Now, she's a Dallas Cowboy fan. That is so, correct. You know, that going is- into this, she's got this bias. Yes. She kept C.D. Lamb. Jalen Waddle and DK Metcalf, three receivers. Okay, going, so we're going running back. Going, yeah, she's going. She's going the no, uh, the no uh, zero, zero running run, back. Yeah. Thing. So okay, well, so she's got to be happy. There's, there's. Um, we have David Montgomery. Yep. Singletary. Well, and she's an ex Bear fan. Yep. Edwards Elair, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, Cordero, Kenneth Walker. A.J. Dillon, Chase Edmonds. Wow. I, I Honestly, I would, if, if, if I were her, I would put blinders on and look away from David Montgomery because <laughs> it's a train wreck. Um, I would honestly go A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon to the Manassas Asses. And this brings us now to her husband, Justin, with the Roswell Violators. 
Roswell violators are keeping Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, and Michael Pittman. Okay. So he's got a back coming off of injury, a breakout wide receiver, and a rock steady other running back. So again, I would presume it to be either a wide receiver or another quarterback. Oh, quarterback. Okay. Yeah, there's no tight ends that are even in the realm right now. No. I mean, Darren Waller's 155, and that's, you know, way down from the receivers, which are in the 200s. Well, only, well, no, two two of them are gone. Yeah, 198. Well, Adam Thielen, I could see him doing Adam Thielen. Yeah, see, I'm, I think uh, I think Justin's a, a wiser drafter, and I think oh, yeah. Thielen's getting a little long a tooth. I think he's okay. a little wouldn't be a number one guy for me. I mean, I would rather have Cooks or AJ Brown, Michael Thomas. Um, he could go again, being an ex Bear fan, Darnell Mooney. Darnell, well, I don't think he's he is a Bears fan. He's yeah. not an ex Bears. Oh, okay. Well, I thought just when you moved to Texas, they cut that stuff out of you. Well, those, those <laughs> Chicago people. That's true. So we're going to give him Darnell Mooney. I think so. And that brings us to the Maui Mongols. Now, Henry, I'm looking on the on the draft room here. He didn't even wait for the podcast to be aired. He already has his pre-draft selection made. Also, it should be pretty easy for us to <laughs> figure out who he's taken if he's not if they've not been taken already. Henry has select he has kept Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, and Tyreek Hill. So he better have his pre draft selection better be a running back. Uh, I would think so. Okay. Hopefully it's not uh not somebody we already took for somebody else. I hope so. And I am going to say it's Devin Singletary. Do we do we know? Well, he Oh, we, I'm, I'm thinking no in the playoff league. He in the playoff league last year, he only took Devin Singletary because it was a mistake. Mm. He had his thing set up wrong. Ah, uh, I would be leaning Kenneth Walker, but okay. Montgomery is a possibility. Oh, yeah, um, David Montgomery's still there. I don't. I, again, I don't. I'm not a big Hilaire fan, but I don't know if Damian Harris is going to be split in time. Miles Sanders is split in time. Rashad Penny split in time. Yeah, yeah. It's either Montgomery or Walker. All right. Oh wait a minute. Actually, slide down a little bit. Let's just see if there's anybody that's uh... Kareem Hunt, Marlon Mack, Belvin Gordon, Tony Pollard, Ramondre. James Robinson's going to fly up the boards if he's. Proves himself to be healthy because he'll be the starter in um, Jacksonville. You think so? Yeah. They've already said so. Okay. Uh, no, nobody is really. And Alexander Madison in Minnesota, didn't he get cut or he's going to get cut? I don't. Oh, I don't think so. He's a good backup. Hmm. Not a good starter, but he's a good backup. Oh, boy. And whoever takes the reins in Houston, also going to fly up the boards eventually, yep. but it's one of three guys. <laughs> yeah, who's that going to be? Uh, um, he's almost got to take a running back. Um, I say, yeah, I think out of the options that are there, Montgomery's better than Walker yeah, right real. now. 
the other guys available. All right. Ready? Yep. My arch nemesis. Uh oh. The Panama City Poison Dart Frogs. <laughs> he has kept Josh Allen, Cam Akers, and Dalvin Cook. So he's got quarterback, two running backs. Oh, he needs a wide receiver, no doubt about it. Okay. Going to the wide receivers. Available, we have Thielen, Cooks, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, D.J. Moore, Deontay Johnson. First blush, I'd say either Deontay Johnson. I mean, I can't, you can't count on Michael Thomas yet. I'd say Tom, uh, either Johnson or, Moore, or Brown would be my two guys. Okay, which one do you want to do? Uh, I, I, yeah, I'd go Deontay Johnson. Pittsburgh's better at receiver than. <laughs> now, once this gets published, I'm going to get a text saying, you got my pick wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our first trade, which is giving us the Roswell Violators one more time, picking at number 13. Again, they have kept Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, Michael Pittman, and then we gave them Darnell Mooney. Correct. So I'm thinking with, and this is actually what I thought in my head when I saw this trade. In my head, I thought he's got an extra pick. This is where he would take his white, his quarterback. Okay. That's what I thought. Quarterbacks, Brady, Carr, Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. He won't take Aaron Rodgers. No. Um, the only other thing I'll say is that there is one rookie Running back left on the board. Kenneth Walker. Yes, and he has a proclivity for the young running backs as well, as, as I do. Okay. Because um, ATN is not a sure thing. I guess it depends on how, how he feels about ATN, but he's got two solid receivers. He's got one for sure running back, one not sure about it yet running back. So it's either quarterback or running back. And the running backs... I mean, right now he can have he can have his pick of quarterbacks. Yep, he's taking the leftovers of the leftovers of the running backs, which will still be there. So I, I would definitely go quarterback. Take his take his pick. Uh, okay, take his pick. And I think his pick is going to be well. He's from Dallas, or he's from Texas. Yeah. Yep. Let's give him Dak Prescott because he won't take that Aaron way. Rogers. Him and his wife can argue exactly. Well, when they now, I wonder in Texas, are they forced to watch the Dallas games like all the rest of us, or (laughs) or do they give them something else in their region? They get the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, (laughs) oh no, we can't watch those games in Dallas. Oh, okay. And with the final pick (laughs) in the first round, I had made a trade with the Showpier Snappers, who got my pick at number four, and used it brilliantly. I might add. Yes. So. My keepers, the Cape Girardeau Rush, we have Najee Harris, Javonta Williams, and Justin Herbert. And if this, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the, this is going to be the quickest pick I'll ever make in my yep. life. If this falls the way it did right now, yep. Kenneth Walker is on my team. Yeah. there's there's uh, I'll have that pick in as soon as Dak now, Prescott's selected. Now assume that this offseason goes the way we think it will and Walker becomes the starter and he's no longer on the board. Right. What's your, what's your pick? If he's not on the board? Yeah. 
Um, if he's not on the board, I would probably go receiver. Okay, that's what I had you doing. And it would probably be either A.J. Brown or Brandon Cooks. Okay. Probably A.J. Brown. Okay. Michael Thomas, I like him, but he scares me. Yeah, right now you just, it's... Maybe I'll get him on on number four well, pick in the we'll second get, round. Well, again, it's a, it's a prove-it thing, but guess what? He can't prove it because he's not going to play in the preseason. So, right, like, right. You're not going to know. So, if the draft falls away, we have it. Yep. Kenneth Walker will be a Cape Girardeau rush and off three young running backs. There you go. <clears throat> I'm putting you down as Kenneth Walker. So there's our first round. Our first round. It's done. You can mark this down. This is the way next Saturday while we're picking it at, on a on a porch in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh no, we're picking for a different league though. No. Oh no, that's right. It's the same league. Okay. Fans. Dude. I'm we'll so be good. eating chicken bog and burgers on the grill. And the first round will go exactly like this. Number one pick, Alvin Kamara, followed by Mike Evans, Amon Ra St. Brown, J.K. Dobbins, Travis Kelsey, Brees Hall, Mike Williams, Russell Wilson, A.J. Dillon, Darnell Mooney, David Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, Dak Prescott, and finishing in the first round off with Kenneth Walker the third. The only one in there that I have any question about is Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. Really? Everything else I'm pretty uh, it's pretty solid. Pretty pretty solid. Yep. So there it is. The first round of the Keeper League, 14 team Keeper League. Um very, very intricate scoring in our league. Yes. You get points for yardage, per completion percentage, receiving average, rushing average. Yeah, it's hard. It's stuff. hard to use one of those standardized. Yeah, don't buy a book. <laughs> it's not going to work for you. Not in this league. <laughs> no. <laughs> so there it is. The first round draft is done, which means we can get into the club and do the fantasy girl. Everybody. Hey. That's right. The fantasy girl. The thing that all the people that weren't interested in the CFFL first round Keeper League draft have been waiting for. Fantasy Girl, check her out on the website cffpodcast.com on the Fantasy Girl page. This week's Fantasy Girl, Jessica Lucas. She was born September 24th, 1985. She's a Canadian actress. There you go. There you go. Yeah, there, hey. (laughs) <laughs> she's out in the boot. <laughs> uh, she's known for her roles in television, such as Edgemont, Melrose Place, Cult, and Gotham. Oh, Gotham. I'm trying to figure out where I knew her from. And in the films, The Covenant, Cloverfield, and 2013's version, Evil Dead. She also starred in the music video for Coldplay's 2014 single, single, True Love. There you go. She was born and raised in Vancouver, British Columbia. Her father is a black Canadian, and her mother is a European Canadian. She began. How can you be a European Canadian? From France. 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 France eh? <laughs> she began acting at seven years old and trained with the children, Children's Arts theater school in toronto in 2017 she announced her engagement to chef alex germasic 
They have been dating since 2013. Apparently, unlike most Hollywood couples, they're not apart yet. Well, because they're dating. They're not married. They're not married? Yeah. Even though they're engaged. Yes. Are you ready now? <clears throat> the Canadian actress, she stands five foot six inches tall. She weighs 128 pounds. Okay. Black hair, dark brown eyes. Her measurements are starting with the waist like you always love to do. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 24. 26. Ah. She's a little fatty. I, well, <laughs> I had that suspicion, but I'm like, no, I'm going to stick with my guns. <laughs> All right, chest. Uh, 38? Close enough. 36. She's a 34C. Oh, okay. And hips. Uh, 37. Close enough. 37, 26, 36. 36. 36. Okay. Okay. Jessica Lucas, your fantasy girl of the week, everybody. This will be our last season, our last um, episode where we take a week off, and we'll be taking a week off because next Saturday at this time we will be just about one hour from the first pick in the Cheddar Fantasy Football League Fantasy Draft Thirty in Nashville, Tennessee. Thirty. Thirty years. Yeah, it's amazing. <sighs> it makes me old. <laughs> That it does. That it does. <laughs> Again, check out the website for the Fantasy Girl and all the other fun stuff that we have up on the website. Our rankings for um, our Dynasty draft. We have our picks for the first two rounds in that. Um, we have how we think the f- fantasy rankings are going to be for each position at the end of the season. Mm, I got to update those too. Yeah, we should update that after yeah. next week's draft. Yeah. So in two weeks, there will be an update for that. We also have the Fancy Girl and our, our gambling so far. Um, you got questions, comments, concerns? Don't forget to use the Mission Barbecue email, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, 414-520-8249. That's it for the show, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope it didn't bore you too much with that draft that you know nothing about. <laughs> but it's what we do every year. That's why we started the podcast. That's right. To make our picks official. Have a great one. Be good. See ya. See ya.